0: Order Hello,
1: I'm Ricardo Deacon.
0: It's Tuesday. Um, welcome to the recommendation game—a film with a week podcast where we take turns to recommend a film the others not seen. We watch it and then we meet to discuss it. Sadly, it's just me and Ricardo this week. It's very upsetting.
1: Uh, sorry that you're alone with me.
0: Back in the flat, it's just not as—it's not as glamorous. You um, can't see
1: the rock from the window.
0: <laughs> you're listening to Dublin Digital Radio. Uh, This week's film was picked by Ricardo. Uh, It is Seven Samurai from. (laughs) I read a really funny thing. Someone had done like a whole list of like different stuff about Seven Samurai, and all the comments underneath were people going, It's Seven Samurai, not the Seven Samurai. And yeah. I was like, Oh my god, high fidelity moment! But well,
1: I did have one of my <laughs> There's famous, no the in the title of the album, <laughs> I did have a very drunken conversation with somebody about Akira Kurosawa in The Workmans of All Places, Jesus. and the guy Seems. kept referring to the movie as Seven Samurais. And I'm like, Samurai is the plural of Samurai. You absolute lemon. And uh, (laughs) uh, I can't even... He's a lemon. I I think that he was making good points about the film, but every time that he said Seven Samurais, I died a little bit inside, (laughs) I think. And I don't remember anything that he said. Can't even remember his face. Just Just the words.
0: (laughs) Uh, So it's Seven Samurai from 1954. Directed by Akira Kurosawa. Produced by Sojiro Motoki. Screenplay by Akira Kurosawa. Shinobu Hashimoto. Hideo Oguni. Starring Toshiro Mifune. Takashi Shimura. Kaiko Tsushima. Isao Kimura. And Desuke Kato. (laughs) Music by Fumio Hayasaka. Cinematography by Asakasu Nakai and edited by Akira Kurosawa.
1: Very good.
0: I'd like to say I was practicing but I did have to do an awful lot of awful voiceovers today so maybe in a way I was. Um, (laughs) And the synopsis is seven samurai are recruited by a village to protect it from a bandit raid set to take place after the harvest. (laughs) Which is really what happens. Well, like
1: I wrote the synopsis. (laughs) Oh, you- <laughs> because it's it was impossible to find a synopsis that was coherent considering yeah. how simple the film is
0: yeah because that's it like, yeah, that's, like yeah. you really don't need much more than that like and in a way it's almost like a service to the film to just say that very simple synopsis uh, yeah so this week's film was picked by Ricardo Ricardo why did you pick this three and a half hour movie
1: well first of all it's one of those masters films that I have in my back pocket for the podcast that I keep sprinkling every so often <laughs> uh, of the Actors that I really love and very...
0: Somehow I've managed to avoid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that you haven't seen any films mm, regardless. You know. And also there are films that molded my understanding of cinema or my understanding of being a filmmaker per se. Like uh, this is another offender in the list of the greatest films ever by sight and sound. Both in the critics list and in the filmmakers list. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interestingly, uh, the two Japanese films that keep jumping up and down that list is Seven Samurai and Tokyo Story. and mm-hmm. uh, They're never below 20th on both lists. But in every year uh, on the filmmakers side, Seven Samurai is way above Tokyo Story. And on the critics side, Tokyo Story is way above Seven Samurai. So it's kind of like an interesting way. I don't know. It's an interesting little nugget. That, uh, perhaps it's because Seven Samurai is such a a, a more entertaining film than Tokyo Story, and mm. also it's a film that most people that are interested in uh, in international filmmaking get to it before Tokyo Story. Mm. So it, it molds the filmmaker way beforehand. Nope, <laughs>
0: <laughs> not this gal.
1: Well, uh, I also picked it because <laughs> it is uh, one of uh, Kurosawa's many masterpieces. He's one of those film- filmmakers that managed to make Several. many, many, many mm. great films. Uh, the sad thing about his career, when it was ongoing, it's that all the the only films of his that got released internationally were the his samurai pictures. Mm. Uh, but he did a lot of other work behind the scenes, and like uh, he influenced Martin Scorsese and Francis Ford Coppola to such an extent that his last film in 1980 was actually produced by, uh, by wow. the two of them, the fanboy, Richard Gere as the well. The
0: Fanboy Dream. What the fuck was that?
1: Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Old he, Blinky. Yeah, Blinky. But like 80s <laughs> Richard Gere. <laughs> oh, or,
0: when he was handsome.
1: Yeah, and. Um, and, like, a fucking American gigolo era Richard Gere. Yeah. Um, and, I take uh, that. And, um, like, he's an American tourist in Japan. I can't really remember. I've seen it years and years ago yeah. before even knowing that it was Kurosawa. Because in my head, Kurosawa was a filmmaker that really ended and ran at that time. Like, I didn't really... Because, like many people, I just thought that he made just samurai pictures. Yeah. But he also uh, made, like, Throne of Blood and... Uh, and Ran are based on Shakespeare plays, mm. and like uh, Throne the really blood varied. is Macbeth, it's really varied. Like and it's... Uh, Ran is King Lear, mm. uh, and then he was. It's the interesting thing with international cinema at that time because it was the first time, like around the fifties and forties, when international, both American cinema was being exported uh, in in mass mm-hmm. uh, to uh, foreign nations. And also westerns, uh, particularly. Yeah, and also uh, uh, international films were being imported to uh, America. So it's the interesting thing that Kurosawa was very much inspired by John Ford, Mm. and then westerns became inspired by Kurosawa. Like *Yojimbo*, uh, like uh, *Yojimbo* became uh, for a few for fistful of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, It's a remake, direct remake. And obviously, Seven Samurai uh, got remade as The Magnificent Seven, mm. uh, which is the title that at the end of its run, Seven Samurai was called The Magnificent The Magnificent Seven in America, and oh. they rechanged the title when the the the, the <coughs> remake came out because yeah. the remake is actually directly uh, called after Seven Samurai is not an actual original title, which I it's a little. No, get there there's for lot, your pub of, quizzes or whatever like cross references and everything
0: yeah. there and like he definitely i think understood the idea of like referencing not even like that he was making stuff very directly inspired by shakespeare plays and stuff and but it is very interesting that like this was going on in the, in the 50s like yeah, it's very okay.
1: interesting yeah uh, i one of the reasons that i picked this movie as well it's because the takashi shimura character kanbei who's the leader of the seven samurai was very much inspired by uh um, Harry Fonda's performance of White Earp in oh. uh, My Darling Clementine, even oh. the way that he's introduced, Saving the Babies, uh, mirrors the way that White Earp does the same in the movie, yeah. The in My Darling Clementine that is also shot off screen, yeah. Uh, so it's like little kind of feeding into the history of the podcast. And also because I I think that it is as close as a perfect film as it can be for what it is. It achieves exactly what it is. And it's so incredible to watch it. What's like 70 years ago Mm -hmm. that the film came out? And it still feels fresh and uh, uh, really uh, in the moment. uh, The action scenes have an age whatsoever and it's the first thing that really ages in films. Usually if think, yeah. If you think like Aspartacus or something that came oh out God, l- yeah. long after this. So and, studio though. Yeah. And <clears> this <throat> is there's multiple, nothing studio about this. <laughs> yeah, like everything is shot on location. That's mm. why it was one of the most expensive uh, it was the most expensive film in Japanese history up to that point. Mm. Everything is shot on location. Uh, He uses, uh, he's one of the first directors to shoot action scenes with multiple camera setups. So he's able to shoot a lot of close ups and uh, put the camera in the action for. Like there's a lot of setups in each action scene, which gives it that immediacy and it's edited like something that not a lot of people. Kurosawa has always been uh, renowned for his staging and his camera movement and Mm. the fact that there's always movement either the camera or there's movement on the frame Mm -hmm. which gives a a kind of propulsion to the films, his films Uh, but his editing is also fantastic Yeah, and it hasn't aged at all like it is uh, he created a cinema language of how to create action scenes that inspired everybody from uh from Spielberg to Martin Scorsese to Francis Ford Coppola like mm. the that new Hollywood era of filmmakers Pretty much were inspired by him, but also, like, one of my favorite directors is very di- directly influenced by him and Seth the- mm, Here he yeah. uses the, the <laughs> slow motion little bits and pieces yeah, in the middle that of action fun. scenes.
0: I wasn't expecting that, that was quite cool.
1: Like, uh, uh, and that's the thing, it's that Kurosawa makes uh, even in, if you didn't enjoy the plot. Mm -hmm. which there's no way of not enjoying the plot, I don't think. (laughs) Even if you don't like the performances, and I don't think there's a way of not enjoying the performance, even if you don't like uh, many things in the movie, the soundtrack is amazing, very Western-style soundtrack as well. Oh, yeah. Big action kind of thing it's quite groovy in places as well yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. jazzy yeah. yeah like very
0: 50s i keep i kept forgetting i have to remind myself that this was the 50s and then I, the yeah, soundtrack is very cool especially
1: with the return of kind of using monochrome filmmaking lately mm. that it almost fits like if it was a a, a a more of a artistic decision rather than the only stock of film that he had mm. to do um but like uh, Kurosawa, he does this ingrained images in your head. Mm. That there's moments in this film I hadn't seen in it a couple of years now, and that while I was watching it, it, it started playing before the scene got there. Like in my head, yeah. it's like, this is that moment. That, like I started getting excited <laughs> again because of it. But I, I think it's also like this film created one of my favorite genres, and it's so unique, much like. Um, it happened one night that uh, that's another link that I wanted to bring here to mm. discuss is that not only he kind of rejuvenated the historical epics in Japan, like the samurai movie, uh, because it was kind of going out of style and also because it was much pre-war kind yeah, of I samurai think post-war movies.
0: post-war Japan was a very different place.
1: Yeah, and not so like the,
0: it's it's past and
1: and its idea of militarity and mm, uh, uh violence, such. even on screen, yeah, and mm. uh how it dealt with uh, being the defeated in the war. And I think this movie kind of addresses that as well, which is quite interesting in yeah. a way. Uh, but is that he fully, much like it happened one night with Frank Capra, he created a genre that has been played year after year after year that used to be called Men on a Mission, but I think with the release of like Oceans 8 and stuff it should be like people on a mission or persons on a mission or a team on a mission. Yeah, that's better. Then you have like the direct remakes that is seven, uh, Magnificent Seven. There's another two that I haven't actually watched. So I can't, one from 1980 that is American as well. But then you have uh, the unofficial, but it's a clear remake that is a book's life.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then
1: you have like... uh, Well, pretty
0: much like any like ensemble action movie. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. Heist movie, siege movie. Realistically, like any ensemble as in like, you know, characters having to be brought together for a particular reason. To do
1: a mission. Like yeah, to yeah. do a task or whatever, and you always like the tropes are still there. Where uh, there's the comic relief, there's the complex character, there's the leader that is kind but also has a big backbone and mm. it's slightly flawed but in an honorable way. And then you have the 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 right hand. The wild line. card. <laughs> yeah. So like you you can see like uh, was it Gorobei. Um, mm. Uh, Gorobe, yeah, uh, would be like the Brad Pitt in Oceans 11, kind yeah. of thing. That he's the the, the bottom forth
0: the side, the side, uh, or the the uh, the, the guy right that, hand man, yeah, the guy that yeah. is
1: helping you build a team,
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, oh my god, this is actually because uh, Ricardo had very helpfully printed out where they had a kind of description of each character, and uh, yeah, it really is Oceans 11,
1: <laughs> yeah, like the guy that is super skilled but like yeah. stone faced, yeah, and everything. It's like it's incredible that something as uh, fully formed comes out of somebody's mind when there was nothing like it before, you know? Yeah. And I always find that interesting and impressive uh, as a storytelling trope kind of thing. Also, like, even Star Wars is somewhat inspired by this, you know? Oh, like, yeah.
0: Well, Star Wars being very influenced by Westerns in general.
1: But even, like, the the idea of light sabers are, like, samurai swords and the yeah. code of samurais and everything. And how that affects and it's almost like modernization also of the of the samurai culture like uh, he somehow manages to both uh, bring the samurai down a peg that they're no longer like the heroes the mm. knights in shining armor or whatever they're just sort the of guns same, for hire right? yeah but this. at the same time they're honorable <coughs> and kind yeah. of but they are flawed as a concept as well That they're like separate from the peasants and in a way as bad as mm. the bandits for the peasants uh, and just as a final point before I uh, get to how you how you enjoyed the movie. <laughs> give me a break. The movie is three hours and 20 minutes. I know, I know, now. I know. It's
0: okay, it's okay.
1: Is that this is the film that made Toshiro Mifune uh, start. And uh, uh, Kurosawa made 17 films in a row, either with uh, Toshiro Mifune Fucking or hell. Takashi Shimura, or both together. Yeah. And uh, Takashi Shimura, like the previous film that he did with Kurosawa before this he plays this bitty old man that is like dying or whatever and he's so good at that and then like being able to play this like two years later it's incredible the range but Toshiri Mifune gives like a performance that I think it's for the ages in this movie that somehow he's able to pull it off that is so deranged and Watching it this time, I wonder if it inspired Nicolas Cage at some point to change his <laughs> acting style. <laughs>
0: There's a few actors you could look at and go...
1: <laughs> but I think <clears throat> what sometimes, like, uh, bringing Nicolas Cage and stuff there, like, you don't get the reason why the character play, acts that way. Mm. That way, uh, the... um. What's the name of the character again? Uh, Kikuchio. Kikuchio, yeah. Kikuchio. For one, you never know where you stand with him because Mm. you don't know if he was a peasant that became a samurai and is just hiding his past. Mm. Or somebody that uh, is just pretending to be a samurai and all the samurai... It's just a bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh he that the other samurai because they need another sword fighter and he's a good fighter that they just put up with him in the beginning and then grow to love him and stuff. But I think that there's such depth in that character and so much uh, emotion that I think that like uh, it doesn't feel out of place when everybody else is within the culture. And I think it's also interesting as a comment through the stillness of Japanese culture that everybody mm-hmm. has their place and what to say and you're not allowed to like if you're a peasant you're not allowed to sit before the samurai does mm. but like and then you have this guy that doesn't give a shit about anything and kind of like shows uh thematically it works to show also whatever where everybody else stands the, yeah 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 <clears throat> so uh without further ado, uh <laughs> what did you think of seven, <gasps> the seven samurais
0: did you get all your points in
1: uh, yeah, but, like, also, like, <laughs> there's more that I want to discuss with. He's very like, excited. Have, uh, questions uh, about.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny, like, before you sit down to, like, watch a three-and-a-half-hour movie, you know, and I say that as a person who watches a lot of, like, you know, two-and-a-half, three-hour movies, but three-and-a-half is, you know, it's a good portion of the day. So before you sit down and watch it, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, I really hope this is going to be worth it. Uh, and there's always those, like, you know, like, classics, yeah. you know, where you're like... They turn out to be like pretty much just the sum of all the kind of like you know gifs and memes you've seen of them, and you're like, oh well, I've seen that now. You know, I'm glad I saw that. Um, yeah, it's not one of those movies. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously this is fucking great, like <laughs> uh, for various reasons, like some of which you've you've um, you've touched on there. But um, I think um, the one of the main reasons why I loved it um, and not just thought like it was a good film, because obviously. As you said, even if I didn't love it or like it, I couldn't say it's not a good film because yeah. obviously like, you know, this is a master at work. But um, I did love it. And the main reason is because it really surprised me. Like it surprised me. And I, I wasn't like it just it it was something that I was not expecting at all. And like, it's just such a like, in a lot of ways, a very light and hopeful movie. Yeah. And I was not, and I don't mean light in like a frivolous way or whatever. But in a like, I mean, it has like a lightness of touch. Uh, the like it's it's definitely handled like all these different elements and um it's just it's 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 such a warm film like for something that is so full of so much violence although not very like it's not very um, a graphic movie it's not now. a graphic movie at all um but, which um,
1: he changed his style after this which he made it yeah, like well, very graphic particular have, f- it
0: was, but it wouldn't have worked in the in the tone of this yeah. movie at all like like 100 no um it's also very funny like yeah. very very funny like dryly funny and like per- cons- like constantly poking fun at everything like of, of like the you know of the the history and the you know but at the same time like while also giving it the, its respect like it never at any point do you feel that he's like just satirizing the the samurai like myth and legend or whatever but at the same time like you know he's giving out a little bit of a, a, a poke let's say but um yeah, it's just... It's 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 just fantastically humorous. And what's so funny is that, like... It's like a nice film to spend time with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I watched it on, like... It was, like, Saturday afternoon or something. And I just... I was like, well, I'll put it on now. Because I don't want to be tired or anything. And I just put it on. And, like, it was the perfect movie to watch in the afternoon. And I just sat there. And, like, I just... The characters are lovely. The story's lovely. Like, you know, you can get behind these guys. Like, it's just this, this, like opus of like these like lovely moments joined together by like this one sort of overarching um, you know plot or plan or whatever yeah it pretty much is like as I was saying earlier it pretty much is like any ensemble action movie that I've ever seen yeah like in the in the best way in the way of like actually creating the genre which is is really really interesting but um it's just like it's like a lot like pretty much any of those movies the best bit of those movies is like the coming together and the like yeah. and the prep and everything and like. Like all those scenes, like the, the pretty much the middle section from when they first get to the town or to the village. Like that whole, and like he spends so much time on that. It's a movie like, that
1: requires to be three and a half hours long. Yeah. It's one of those few films yeah.
0: that... Because so, there's so, there's just like, there, there are so many characters. Yeah. And like what I love about it as well is that like in creating the idea of like the sort of the tropes, they're all very clearly defined. Yeah. Which I think is very important, and like the idea that like you know there has to be seven of them. You know what I mean? It's not just about numbers; it's about like the different personalities and how they all work together, and how like you know he meets them all and everything. I mean, like to be honest, like you know Samurai Shopping was also really fun. Um, <laughs> like when it was all fun. Like that's the thing, is that
1: I love when they they're That go- <laughs> they, they had the the little thing to test them to see if they're yeah. good. Hey. Uh, and Gora <laughs> Bay is like, Come what on. do you take me for? Come on, man. <laughs> Um He does a little like fun Yeah, like, <laughs> literally
0: he, does, he just kinda as is, is about to step forward and goes, no, come on man, who do you think I am? Um yeah, like just uh, only oh, the the obviously the, the young the student as well. Yeah, like the young it's character. Matt Damon, yeah. Um yeah, like just like the forming of the band of characters and then them arriving and then like how they interplay with the um the villagers and everything and like the almost like clash of cultures and, and like class almost as well. And, yeah. And um, the kind of, like, the, the discovery of, like, the truth behind these villagers and how they're not just these innocent peasants and all that. And, like, all that whole section is just, oh, and, like, all the way they're, like, giving them spears and, like, treating them out. And, you know, like, Whitey Cobb's going just, like, shouting at them and screaming and, you know, being his general insane self. But, um, yeah, I just, I I love that. Like, I, oh, I was...
1: There's also, like, enough time to characterize to add to character a few of the peasants as well yeah like you you go to kind of like the the old guy that (laughs) keeps like sneaking off because he's a coward and in the end like he he -uh. dies like holding his position and then you have the guy that brings them into the town and like is really involved and becomes like a killing machine pretty much when he sees uh, the the bandits having killed his his wife that got oh, captured. that's
0: so sad. When she walks back in, it's like.
1: Oh. And then the the guy that is trying to hide his uh, his girl, like his uh, daughter. daughter the oh
0: yeah, the daughter. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, yeah, no, like it, it's I, I loved all the time that it was spent with it. Um, it's funny actually, like. Um, because there's so many like you know, montages and like just like general banter like it, it's just fantastic but uh it's funny yesterday i was thinking about this i was like we were watching jaws and uh like last night because we're on a bit of a Spielbergathon. and uh like, don't watch
1: close encounters because that's gonna be a pick
0: oh good thing you said that because i was actually saying that but we because we went back to the start obviously so we were gonna okay uh yeah because what are we watch and then we watch jaws Oh, Jurassic Park. That yeah. Was uh, yeah. I watched all the Jurassic Park. But um, yeah, and like I was saying about this earlier and I was like my favorite parts of that movie and pretty much any action movie are the, move- the bits when they're just like fucking about in the boat. Yeah. Like, you know, much more than.
1: Did you get the moment that I missed the first few times watching Jaws? that adds so much to the Brody character. The, <gasps> where he looks he's a guy. Yeah. Yep. I was watching it for years yeah. without noticing no, and then that. I watched it with my brother I and think- I was like, I oh was, my God. I was
0: thinking about that earlier because like, I was thinking a lot about that scene and how like, obviously like them, you know, the shark attacks, but like that whole thing of like them singing and the the whole like, you know, when I'm talking about like, you know, the being on the, the indianapolis and everything and like you know all the history of the characters and everything and like that even whenever they're just fucking around in the boat like during the day or whatever like all the prep those are my favorite scenes of these yeah. movies um uh, like way more than action scenes ever are because as much as like you know action scenes particularly when they're very well put together the way this is like you know they're masterful but they do start to tire me a little Okay. Yeah, which is the only flaw and it's not his flaw because yeah. they're really good. It's just, it's like every Marvel movie. And yeah. It, you know, obviously, <laughs> you can't put those two things. But in the same way, you can't because it's the... Avengers yeah, is yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Like, basically, yeah. So, and like, to be fair, all the Marvel movies are kind of getting that way now because they're bringing all the, you know, even in yeah. like the standalone movies, they're bringing in like, you know, it's they're, they're all the Avenger movies. But, um... You know, at some point, you know... Unless you bring
1: Taika Waititi to direct. Well,
0: yeah, obviously. I still haven't seen that. It's not out yet. It's so good. Like, it's really annoying. I wanted to get, like, a proper copy of it and everything. And I was like, I'll buy it on iTunes. It's not fucking out yet. What is this? But, um... It's yeah, so it's it's no it's no insult to him and like to be very like fair to it as well. Like I wasn't, I was never, I was never bored. Yeah, but I did long for the little moments. But at the same time, this film is like you know, say when you get into the second half, I didn't realize there was an intermission e- yeah. either, and I was like oh, intermission. And Then I was kind of sitting there and I was like, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this more action, mm. but not action scenes before the action but it it actually uses the
1: intermission to separate the film as well like as a storytelling it makes
0: makes complete sense like but um uh but you know when you're just watching it all in one go you're like i don't need an intermission that's that long you know but obviously you know people need to go and get drinks and whatever else people do in intermissions but um uh yeah so Um, to be like fair to him it is very very well paced and even in like the second half like up until um, the very 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 last battle like it's like a whole sort of series of like challenges and battles and different things and different positions and moving back and forth across the different positions and then like you know cutting back to crossing off the people from the thing which was like yeah I love that they've got this I just love how well planned the whole thing is like it's just I love watching that Um,
1: that's the genius of like the men in the plan. so (laughs) it films them. They sink or swim by also making the audience understand what they're doing. And also, that then it keeps reminding you, like, this is why this is here and this Mm. is there, especially in this that keeps cutting back from, like, three or four different locations during the battle every
0: so often i have to say as well as it went on and there was like it was dark or raining or muddy or whatever i would get a little bit confused because it was kind of hard sometimes to keep exact track what was going on um i think
1: those moments are intentional though that like for the confusion because like he did uh, uh, say afterwards that once the battle actually develops hmm. A kind of, even the person that is running the battle, there's the the fog of war kind of thing. So I think it's completely intentional that you become disorientated for Mm -hmm. momentarily. And then as soon as the moment passes, you realize where you are kind of the same way as somebody hacking a sword. Like uh, from the begin in the beginning of the battle, be like, okay, this is the first guy, mm. and then I have the next guy, and we have to hold this road, mm. and then as you're getting tired, and as like and the danger like, ah. becomes more. <clears throat> Yeah. it becomes more well, perilous everyone's
0: becoming more and more desperate you know, yeah. on both sides. Like it's, it's just becoming more of a, a disaster basically. Yeah. But, um, as, you know, and as well as that, like people becoming that they're now fighting, you know, even more to the death because yeah. it's like, you know, you're at the very, very end of the, the tether kind of thing. But, um, uh, yeah, but I'm mean, like, it, they are, it is very, very well paced and like, I was never bored, but it's just, I only did, like action scenes for so long, yeah. you know? And like, that's just, it's not, it's not really my genre. But um, at the same time, it's very, very interesting to watch like the birth of the genre. You know what I mean? And you can really definitely. It was very funny actually watching Jaws yesterday. I didn't even think about it, but that like, there is such a connection with like just like Spielberg and Scorsese in general. Like it's really interesting.
1: Even Um, Goodfellas or anything. Yeah. Like. like all of it and putting it, together a team. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> like Goodfellas is somewhat like, but also is the the genius of like borrowing and doing your own thing with mm. it. Well, oh yeah, thing. that's
0: it. it's like kind of taken because obviously like this is taken. <laughs> this is um. Uh, obviously, like you know, it's like say creation of like the the uh, the action film or like the kind of the tropes or whatever that. But then at the same time, it's borrowing from Western, yeah. and then also it's st- still kind of a samurai movie. So then, if you're making Goodfellas, which is like you know it's a gangster movie, and a crime movie, and everything. But then also you know it's like it's sort of like the combination of, of genres yeah. and borrowing from so many different things. Um,
1: it's the melting pot of cinema that's what makes it uh, yeah. such a good art form. Uh, they even like shot wise there's like when uh when um when kambay uh just finishes like i love when they're shaving his head and yeah. for the rest of the movie he's not used to having a shaved head yeah he so keeps, he keeps, touching, keeps his touching his head, head. <laughs> yeah. reminded me of fucking shane in season two of uh the walking dead the anytime the uh rick tells him anything he goes like this <laughs> like uh, he just rubs the back of his second,
0: head Shane in Walking Dead. I was like, "Whoa, you're going way way back back. (laughs) to the uh,
1: when it was actually decent." Yeah, although not
0: the second season. Um, Uh,
1: But like, um, there there's a few things that I'd like to ask you. But the the first of all, it's like uh, as a cinematographer, what did you think of the actual shot composition they used? Uh, Like, there's so much of it that uses like actual camera movement to Mm -hmm. cut within to present things that is like a pan or uh, a tilt. Or, like, just how things are positioned, like, the... Mm, It's the the
0: combination of the movement and the blocking. Yeah. And, like, how... What I find is crazy is that, like, it's the multi-camera thing and blocking for multi-camera. Yeah. That's crazy time. You think of, like, the choreography involved in that. You know what I mean? That, like, when, you know, uh, the, the, and that's why it makes complete sense to me that he was editing it as well because, like, he was editing it in his head as he was doing it. You know what I mean? Like, even more so than, like, a normal director would, that, like, being able to know that, like, you know, this is going to happen as they move over there I'm going to get a bit of it from there and, like, like just the sheer, like, choreography and planning that's required in that. But, like, yeah, it's, there's just some, like, really, really beautiful, like, like, sort of, like, obviously beautiful shots but yeah. every so often i kind of notice something really small like there was an awful lot of kind of like through doorways and stuff yeah. and through just like in for like a split second you'd be like oh and then you'd be distracted by something else but like it's like a really beautiful use of close-ups as well of like people's faces and everything like um what do they call the elder guy
1: Oh, the the town elder, the yeah, the old man. He's just the old man, isn't yeah.
0: he? Um, but like all the shots of him and like the dark, like there's so so much like you know candlelight and like it's, oh, it's just. It was funny. It's like it. It's the fifties, but not the fifties. Yeah. if You know what I mean? It's it's a weird like timeless movie because it is a period piece and it is black and white and it is Japanese but it's also all these other things. So it's... it's And like just the sheer... The sheer amount of movement in it even whenever like like walking shots and stuff. What and, I
1: think that this movie does that it's unique for about... Perhaps for another 20 years. Mm-hmm. And Kurosawa in general uh, like was like that. Uh, in Western sometimes particularly Sergio Leone and... Uh, perhaps an Earthman, man that everything is tatty and old and wrecked or whatever if you mm-hmm. see like shogun the tv show or whatever it looks like they just bought the robes yesterday like yeah. the samurais or whatever or like the oh, armor no, the everything is lived in yeah
0: like particularly their clothes and like all the houses and everything and like the, the village is brilliant and, like just even like the, the their faces and like the, you know the
1: the jars where they keep the rice they yeah. have like little corners cut from them that they have been banged around yeah. and like, oh no
0: like it it, it kind of reminded me of um of the general as well and like the the being able to like uh, really obviously I don't know that much about like 16th century or whatever this is um, Japan but like been able to um like really recreate um a uh, an era yeah like you know you know, like within like say in the 50s it's like it, it's really interesting and just like the choices that he makes as well like the things that he chooses to like put for, front and center and the things that are just there in the background that you yeah. pick up on you're like oh you know but yeah just it's so interesting like the the way he shoots crowds as well like just you know like in certain situations like you really get the depth yeah, and then another thing, everything feels very compact and. And also, like, like
1: when the, you have a, a ton of people on screen, it's uh, he's great at ensemble blocking. Yeah. The uh, of getting even within
0: tight spaces, like in the, um, um, in like whenever they're in the like the town where they go to find the samurais, yeah. like within that place where they're staying, when there's so many different characters that are have very very recently been introduced. You know, that you're having to keep track of everyone and yeah. where they are in the room and exactly, you know, are they a peasant, are they a samurai, are they, are they these other dudes, you know what I mean? It's like, and it's the way he... Plants everybody Around the room And exactly yeah. where they are In relation to the light sources And, and stuff.
1: sometimes like Even in one shot Like when they're Discussing Getting the Going to the old man To, to hire a samurai Or to fight When they figure out That the bandits Will come back mm. in, a, in whatever Seven but months But they're time, nice whatever. bandits
0: Because they're like We robbed them recently So <laughs>
1: no, It's more that like There's nothing to rob Because all they They have Is their crops Yeah So if they come in And they have nothing to rob Or they rob the little That they have have, they won't be able to rob later on it's like let them let build them, up kind let of them thing. grow
0: stuff for us to rob
1: <laughs> because even the, uh, it's like knowing a bit about Japanese history at that time is that even the coins that they had they, it wasn't like the gold standard it was the rice standard uh, mm. you, every coin was, it was uh, a damia or something like that I can't remember exactly what the name but it was linked to a bill of rice that you had mm. so you actually had to have the rice to have that Coin, yeah, represented like as like back in the day. White they rice,
0: had white rice is like the ultimate luxury. Yeah. and millet, boo, millet.
1: Ugh. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> disgusting. Um,
0: but dry white rice, mm.
1: Again, <laughs> although
0: uh, balls of white rice have forever and always been ruined because of the fucking narrow road to the deep north.
1: Oh Jesus! Yes. Uh, yeah,
0: because that's all I was thinking. Thank you, Ricardo. Don't ever read that book. Uh, it's
1: amazing. Uh, it's very dark, but it's a great book.
0: Unrelentingly. Happy dark. New Year.
1: Um, but the, the other thing, like, uh, as uh, somebody that gets a mention all the time, and I'm sad that he doesn't post any YouTube uh, videos anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, every frame of painting has two episodes on Kurosawa yeah. one about movement and one about ensemble blocking. And the ensemble blocking is like, one of his second so those now. <laughs> yeah, well, the the second one is uh, from a um, little known film. Of his, I think I think it's called Izugu. I can't remember exactly what the name of the second one, but it's about like insurance fraud in like present day Japan, like in the fifties mm. or whatever. Uh, and it's just like a scene of one person knows that he has money in this place. Mm. The other guy is trying to frame him. And this other guy, you don't know what he knows. Mm. And Kurosawa just uses the camera to tell the audience what's going... The change (gasps) of power that's going on. But with the... The one that he refers to, Sumo Seven Samurai, and Yojimbo and stuff, is the actual camera movement Mm. and the actual movement on frame that it's either rain or people moving or flags Mm. or... The wind, There's the always dust, something. like yeah. the it's the trees, very... the forest. Even though it's black and white, I can see the grain yeah. of those trees and the the blue, the the brown of the water that they're like flooding the fields. It looks lovely, kind of yeah, in a way that in my head um, this is a
0: beautiful grove, but yeah. it's a death trap. <laughs> oh yeah just them wandering around the village kind of being like hmm, hmm yes we'll flood that field tomorrow
1: when they get Hey mm. that is the guy chopping the wood The Gorobe goes oh he's not uh, a great fighter or whatever but he has a great sense of humor I love him uh, he'd be good uh, he'd be good for gr- morale good for morale and in dark times and he's the first one to die in Karamba mm. goes uh, oh yeah I suppose that the dark times are here then you know, I'm always like ah uh, but my I favorite want any of them to die. in every single one of these films, my favorite character is always the professional guy. There's yeah. something about <laughs> it that is like You're the guy that knows what he's doing, and <laughs> I, like the guy that plays Kiyosu Seiji Miyaguchi yeah. is brilliant. Like he has such an interesting face. All of them do. Like yeah. they're so recognizable. Like well, he within... kind of goes
0: off and just does things. Yeah, and then comes back and he's just like, I'm gonna sleep now. Yeah, when he I comes back with the musket, out. yeah. I just sorted that out, lads.
1: And then to uh, uh, Mifune goes and does the same And then is like Yeah you left your post Like
0: <laughs> He's just like fuck's sake I just got this win. for you Also he got it in like the best way yeah. ever <laughs> It's just like <laughs> it's me it's me i love that it's like, having the little
1: conversation with your I mom
0: mean, like oh yeah i know not
1: and then lagging it the way that he runs is the funniest thing that's like the, the little touches of comedy that you were saying like the the kind of really reused joke that i haven't seen in an older film than this that is like when he's riding the horse and he goes behind the house and that the horse keeps going yeah. and he's chasing the horse it's just like even afterwards when they're like going to to raid the 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 camp at the end and it's a scene that really inspired another film that i think is underrated a film that i actually love and it's hated by critics Mm. which is the 13th warrior that is again a lot of these films if you pick the fucking pattern a lot of these films have numbers in their titles like Mm. i wonder why the dirty dozen Mm. Guns of Navarone, or the sequel, the terrible, terrible Force 10 of Navarone starring Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the other uh, question I, I had for you is um, uh, a double question. One is, this film deals with a ton of themes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in particular, the, the, the one that sometimes gets criticized is the use of love as a theme in the story. And then the other one that would be, like, the idea of uh, unity amongst the community, both, like, that. how pretty much we're all children of the same species, if you just that they were the same, mm-hmm. kind of, would it work? And then, like, they kind of melt together in that speech that is, like, come on, they just love each other, can't we just, like, for once, fucking... I'll get on our uh, in on our tits kind of he thing. He doesn't
0: really say that, though. He doesn't really defend love. Let's say of yeah. like, oh, they just love each other. He's more like, you know, oh, it's just it's the evil battle that everyone just went a bit crazy kind of thing. Like yeah. he doesn't really kind of go. No,
1: afterwards he does say, uh, does uh, he? N- "Not uh, uh, not not mm. uh, goes there in love like because he's the." Like, Cambio is just trying to keep the peace Mm -hmm. as the leader. And that's the issue that he has a character. His moral flaw is that he's very moralistic. So people die and, uh, like, the mistakes that he makes in the battle are because, like, he has a very strict idea of of what should be. And he doesn't use, for example, um, uh, Kikuchio... Uh, To the best of What Kikuchu could be Because he Like he doesn't use him As the wild card That like He should just fucking Send him into the mountains And not like Try to be
0: He kind of does it anyways But like He's trying to keep us Some sort of a lid on him I suppose
1: Yeah and the thing is that Because he had Responsibilities People died Because he didn't keep Those responsibilities But Mm. it's like You knew that he wasn't Gonna keep the responsibilities You just hope for the best (laughs) But Gorobe That is the more Emotional guy The guy that Mm. is like About Uh the, they all knew as well like the that love affair was going on oh yeah and, <laughs> how uh,
0: could they possibly know though
1: <laughs> yeah but like that they but they also like you see that there's also the youth the, the well, fact he, yeah, that they, he's, they he, haven't he's
0: the, he's the baby of this group and like yeah. almost that a lot of them were kind of like oh I don't know can he be a samurai or whatever but that like because they all they all kind of become sort of like in the way that like his master his master whatever they all kind of become like father figures towards him yeah so then it is kind of like you know he's gonna have that kind of leeway of like oh but like young love or whatever yeah like to be honest the the handling of that I necessarily have a problem with because I do think it does kind of fit into the kind of unity idea but it's more like handling of her character which yeah. is a little bit. Yeah, i mean her most or her only thing she is given to do is just general sort of hysteria um yeah. and it's disappointing because like there are other good female characters like not great female characters but like you know like the older woman who kind of like she gets her digs in there at the yeah. end and they're like no no she has to avenge her son or whatever like you know and there's a bit as well where all the women go mad and like they go after your man it's like early enough into the fight like you know it's great women getting their own back after like however many times and however many like let's be honest horrific things that have probably happened to the like everyone particularly the women in that uh in that camp but i don't know she's uh, I, one of the things that really annoyed me about her character was that you knew when she was going to show up because the soft feminine music played yeah. and i was just like oh no yeah. and it made me think so much of like you know that bit in the jungle book Whenever your one turns up. Oh, yeah, and the the animation, yeah. And she's all like, la, 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 la. And he's like, he just follows her. And it's like the, like, you know, soft, sexy music. Yeah, that it's uh, kind of... uh, It becomes his awakening, not hers. In any way, she's just there. You don't even see her really interacting with the other women. Like, there's no like where's her mother or whatever oh she's
1: hiding at at that time uh,
0: well yeah Uh, well even like the idea of her becoming a boy that's not explored I was like I mean that's interesting like that's that's a story that has been explored even in like something like Mulan or whatever you know what I mean the idea of like a woman becoming a samurai you know and like hiding or like it yeah, it was just kind of that. That felt so unexplored that yeah. it kind of just tainted the whole thing. It's then, the even one thing that
1: ages the film really like it does,
0: the... it really, I know it is the fifties, but like even the scene where they he first realizes that she's not a boy. And I'm just like ah, that's just it felt really clumsy. Yeah, you know, and it, it's just disappointing. It's almost that,
1: like uh, considering where it is in society, in time, and in Japanese society, there's not much that the character itself could have done. Let's say, yeah. But at the same time, that should be acknowledged. It's yeah. not the like when it's, I it's the same as like in World War II movies that are about the home front or whatever. Mm. The just because women couldn't go and fight, it was just because they couldn't literally yeah. so like it'd be disingenuous to have a woman like fucking holding a tommy gun mm. storming a trench or whatever yeah. but you have to acknowledge that they did their part for they the war still they still exist and uh, also they had their and conflict had and yeah you know
0: like all those years all the men were gone they weren't just sitting there waiting for them to come back yeah. you know like the idea of like just women actually being real people um yeah so it is it, it feels very clumsy and i know it's the time and everything but just i particularly in this movie because everything else is so well handled and age is yeah. so well it's kind of disappointing yeah but um like to the theme of, of like the, the kind of unity thing like one of the best lines and like you totally see it coming in his face before he even says it but it's like you know we didn't win they won you know what yeah. i mean it's like the <clears throat> the like <clears throat> but you' know, like not just like show them how to fight, but also like show them that they have like the moral like they have the courage to yeah. stand up it's not about skill or being this trained samurai or whatever it's about just being able to stand up and defend but then you your... also
1: have the subtext that as ronin they can't never win because yeah. they they can't enjoy they can't live in the the like once yeah. they got the payment they they can't live there because nobody's going to pay them or mm. feed them anymore and they can't be farmers because it's below them kind just of thing m- just moving so on, they yeah, just yeah. move on to so the that, next That town. entire
0: bond of of like even just the collection of guys themselves like they're going to break yeah. up now you know like yeah
1: the the last three guys you uh, have the the the, th- the four graves on the top where oh, like yeah. yeah actually
0: those shots like that that whole hill with all the the like stone and yeah. then, like that oh and like that with the swords like with the actual samurai swords like that's all oh, the shots that are incredible like it maybe it reminded me a lot at certain points of like um uh night of the hunter like yeah. there's an awful lot of silhouettes in this of like people walking up over mountains yeah. and um even like the opening shots i think are like lots of silhouettes it's beautiful um yeah no it, it 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 surpassed my expectations like i knew it was going to be a great film but i didn't know if i was going to love it and i did love it um i'm
1: glad that i was thinking of yeah. like uh picking one of his most like other masterpieces because mm. they're all masterpieces not all of them sorry but like uh all 17 uh, well like he's made a lot more than 17 films but he's uh, he has about 10 masterpieces which is unbelievable yeah. like it's incredible that and so influential but I was thinking of picking one of the shorter ones or maybe that is slightly easy like, I felt oh, it's easier to watch because it's shorter and I go no his shorter films are actually tougher because mm. he this is oh, yeah, an this adventure fly, movie this, this flies is
0: flies along it flies along
1: this is an adventure film this is Ocean's Eleven in yeah. 1400 yeah. Japan and
0: only funnier <laughs> yeah
1: with less uh,
0: somehow less broad pen eating things yes exactly how did
1: you know that I was going for it
0: <laughs> um, uh, yeah no I, I did it I really liked it and uh, it felt like a good time to, to pick it as well yeah. so um, uh, what was your favorite thing?
1: well like I think it's a crucial staging I think that mm-hmm. it, it brings everything together like it, it works together obviously with the editing but also it gives room for the actors to act and when like there's a lot of um uh body acting in this movie they're they're using their entire body to how they stand how they move like how the the master samurai like even give him enough room to show how he steps back to prepare for being attacked and everything so it gives room for those big moments but also for the little moments the to breathe as well and for the action scenes to go in and it gives this flow to the movie that makes you forget that you're watching a movie that you're kind of like you're there you're Mm. being strung along and because of all that movement as well you're never bored looking at a frame when the camera holds long you're there's always something to look and he Mm. guides you with the way that he blocks to look at something in particular I think that the perfect scene to show that is when they're hiding in the house, looking at the bandits uh, exploring the village, Mm. that they're in the house and then there's like a data field to the fence and there's the fence and you can see the bandits on the other side of the fence. Yeah. So there's like two scenes playing at the same time and you're like, and then fucking (laughs) Kukuchio, he just comes in, where are you guys? yeah. And they're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) And it's like, we're made. They're not supposed to
0: know we're here.
1: But, yeah, that's my favorite thing. What about you?
0: God, I never remember in my notes to write down what my favorite thing is. Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, I love how it surprised me, but then, like, also I loved, like, the little moments, but then I loved, like, Oh, the story, like the interplay, like the 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 process of just like finding all the different guys and like discovering all their little characters and everything. I I loved all of it. Oh, <laughs> all of it was my favorite thing. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm
1: I'm so glad that like, I was how am I going to do this episode if Harlan <laughs> doesn't like it? As in, the, no, as in no. the, like, it wouldn't disrespect your opinion because obviously you, like, <laughs> I very much respect your taking film or whatever. Uh, like, you'd be wrong, but like, <laughs> uh, but I You're don't know, I, but I don't know how to argue for this film like in the yeah. sense of like how do you argue with somebody like if somebody doesn't like this movie it's like how can you convince them or even make yeah, a you, point of you, why you'd, you'd it's have
0: good. to you'd have to hate adventure movies you have to hate westerns you'd have to hate action movies you'd have to hate like uh, ensembles Ensemble, you'd have to hate like
1: uh, funny films
0: yeah i mean i don't really know like what yeah you have to be a very sad person
1: it's a rip-roaring film like it, it is
0: too. it really is like, <laughs> <it's> like yep
1: is <laughs> uh, the, the thing is that a lot of people i got like uh i have uh, friends from like back in the day when i started watching this kind of movies they go like oh uh, oh you're so boring you're like yeah. you're watching these movies it's just because you have you're, you're so intellectual be, you're so pretentious or whatever. It's there's like, nothing pretentious about this, sit about this movie and this is like way more fun than watching a Marvel movie like oh, you literally just sit there I know you see, like I was watching it there and I was like I forgot that I had picked it for the podcast that yeah. I was just watching going like oh my god I forgot like I never forgot how much I love this movie but you know, you're sitting there going like, Oh, it's three and a half hours. It's yeah. a day after work, okay, I'm gonna put it on because I have to and then like three hours later I'm like oh, that was so good and then it's like, Oh yeah, it was for the podcast, yay, <laughs> I yay! get to talk about it, remember everything. <laughs>
0: Hopefully, it doesn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> she did not she didn't.
1: Yeah, but also uh, like the oh, and the, by the way, also I realized <laughs> the the huge the the crime against humanity that I made today. Oh dear! The earlier earlier on today, texted me to say, "Oh, are you coming over half like at seven thirty to, <laughs> to talk about Seven Samurai," <laughs> and I go, "Do you mean seven thirty Samurai?" And obviously, I should have gone. Do you mean half seven Samurai? Yeah. Like th- that was an open goal that I missed and i think that that is my least favorite thing about this <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> you sh-
0: your pun and miss. Like, yeah oh my God.
1: the miss that like i do agree with you i think that both are least favorite things is the uh both the performers perhaps and the yeah, the, the, the lack of development not, she's not great i think it is partly uh 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 thing of the time is the the weird thing like uh think about it i don't remember like that many like throne of blood i'm sure that there's a good female performance because it's fucking macbeth so mm. you can hardly have macbeth without having a lady macbeth
0: good old shaky uh, need the story
1: but it's the, the 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 weird kind of reason why ozu in the japanese greats uh is still, in a way, more modern because his female... Like, so many of his films are about women and Mm. about family, and they have an age. They have age, perhaps, more in a cinematic style, Mm. but less in the way that it treats its characters, uh, particularly Mm. its characters' minorities and stuff. And I think that it's interesting in this movie as well, like, just as a side note, even though it's not, like, my least favorite thing, is uh, how... uh, how much parallels to different cultures this movie uh, is able to touch upon? They you look about like the segregation and mm. like just this, they uh, uh, like, you could almost set this movie in South Africa, mm. like an African group of people going to protect a group of. Uh, Black people from the British, let's say, yeah, whatever you can do anything with someone
0: protecting someone from the British, um, yes,
1: <laughs> but also that there's so the colonial sad, jokes. But the, the bad, bi- the, the sad part though is that you have uh, there's so many links that you can do like that is because mm. there were so many and there still are so many oppressed people in the world, that, yeah, like. It's easy to go another joke very quickly uh, to finish is that somebody went uh, said that the fear of sharia law and stuff like that in britain is mainly because they realize that these people are coming from old colonies mm. of the british and they remember what the brits did to them For and they're terrified revenge. and they're terrified that they'll do the same to them <laughs>
0: seems likely i, yeah. I really think that british identity is under threat um <laughs>
1: i'm not saying that is a rational fear i'm just saying that it's a it's a valid point of where that fear might originate yeah. fears are from.
0: always uh, fears are always um, rational oh yeah 100 like that's um, yeah. um <clears throat> what
1: was your least favorite thing
0: Oh uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. But what you said, like, just it, it is disappointing because pretty much as soon as she showed up, I was like, oh, how is this going to be handled? Oh, and not well. Even oh, even the introduction of her character, yeah. where she's there like seductively cleaning her hair and the music, <laughs> I was just like, oh no, no. And it was like, yeah, no, they did nothing good with this. But um,
1: and then also like comparing it as well to the film The Carousel actually got inspired by which was mm-hmm. my darling clementine the whole clementine has portrayed that film yeah. and that's 10 years like nearly 10 years before yeah. this, eight years so it's not that you couldn't no do excuse. it at the time yeah like even it happened one night It's like pre-war america yeah. and there's a like Sparky. female character that, that has agency yeah uh but yeah like re- besides that, i don't think that there's anything wrong with this movie like it's yeah. uh it's, uh, a bit too
0: much action, but, you know, that's, that's, yeah, but, like, that's just my taste. It's but also, not, you uh, can't,
1: uh, the, the argument when, the, like, this movie was actually cut a bit for the American release and still uh, people said, oh, it's too long, whatever. It was made into a uh, 160 minutes, which actually kills the movie. Like, they took the intermission oh. out and... Also, the the idea, the idea, entire idea of the movie is the build-up for the battle. And so, yeah. like, you, you either cut the build-up or you cut the battle. And the thing is that if you cut the build-up, then the battle is not as good because the build-up is the whole yeah. point of the movie. And then if the battle is too short, it's, like, it's, the like, a, yeah, it's uh-huh. anticlimactic if yeah. you have a three-hour build-up in a, well, yeah. like, two-minute like, fight.
0: I think you could have cut maybe, like, you know... 10 minutes out of it not like you know 40 minutes or whatever you know, like no that would have been ridiculous but like you know just like shave it down a little yeah. bit but like you know that's just my preference it's not that there's like a problem with it or yeah any. it's just that you're but, not um, an yeah, action just, battle uh, kind I mean, of thing I like person. it for a certain extent and then yeah. after a while i'm like ah, i'm bored even the choreography isn't fun anymore yeah but um
1: and i'm just surprised just touching the choreography how mm-hmm. like brutal it is as in like the actors or whatever—it's like I don't understand how somebody didn't die making this movie yeah. because people are just poking like, like their actual sticks. Like, yeah. uh... oh
0: well, y- yes. <laughs> They're not foam sticks yeah. or whatever. Like, they're real lightsabers. And there's like uh,
1: thirty extras just poking one dude. Is like, <laughs> it's very easy. To, like for one like stick to go awry. Yeah. yeah, and the dude has to be pretending to be like dying as well. So like, he can't even like yeah. be. How, how, they how <laughs> do they know? How
0: do they know? He needs a code scream. You know? okay. <laughs> so scream like this. You're reading. Really Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 yeah thank you Ricardo Uh, I really really I did enjoy it very very much
1: Um, yay thank
0: you yeah no I mean like it it is uh, like all I I, this is the kind of movie where I'm just like I need to like get my dad to watch this Pronto because he would love this Uh, I don't know he's ever seen it or not but um no like just i would make my whole family watch this though although they never would they like, yeah. but like you know I, I it's the kind of thing that you would watch like at christmas or easter or something in yeah. the middle of the day yeah so people can't kind of fall asleep but they're kind of like eh, i'm not doing anything else you know and they're just kind of like come in and sit down and then they're gripped yeah you know that's how you get them um
1: where can they find us? Uh, they can find us on Facebook, The Recommendation Game, at The Right Game on Twitter, The Recommendation Game at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud and every Monday 11 to 12 on Dublin Digital Radio. And uh, I think this is all the plugs to the, for today. Okay. I think, yeah. uh, what's next week's? pick Orla McNeilis
0: well we had a happy movie so now it's time for a depressing one it's not depressing but it's not a happy movie um, it is Moonrise and every time I say it I want to say Moonrise Kingdom it is Moonrise <laughs> from I, I keep confusing 1948 moonlight. yeah I, I know like fuck's sake um, I'll with, I'll... try googling this movie it's ridiculous all the other things come up and it's like no no you have to put it in the year otherwise and then you have not...
1: also Sunrise to get confused <laughs> with the fucking uh, before, movie, before yeah. Moonrise what um
0: maybe that'll be the fourth sunset maybe <laughs> <laughs> um um yeah so uh from 1948 so sure. um we're sticking with our black and white um but uh yeah so that'll be next week's movie and uh until then
1: until then thank you for listening see you next week i was ricardo
0: deacon <laughs> oh yeah shit <laughs> oh. they'll have forgotten our names i was Arna McNeilis.
1: i was ricardo deacon <laughs> thanks for listening see you next week